1: Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflection. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but they're fun, they're funny, they make you smile, and right now, things that are making you smile and making me smile, gold, that's what that is. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, As we often say, hopefully before the introduction is over, life lessons for our faith that we can actually use. Many of us will, many of us won't. It'll all be down to whether we want to be doers of the word or just hearers of the word. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? That's what my wife asked me the other day. Why do you have a radio show? Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Hopefully, many of you had the opportunity to have some kind of fellowship yesterday, a little bit of a boost in the arm, in the heart, in the spirit, in the soul. Hopefully, that is the case. Here in this show, we have a very simple premise. This is not your church. This is a Christian Fellowship. We gather together, consider me not your pastor, but a big brother or a brother or a little brother. If you're like seven foot eight, then I guess I'd be a little brother. Any of those things will be just fine. The whole idea is to encourage one another as we see the day getting closer. So if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question— We don't want you to let it die of loneliness. We want it to have the opportunity to, you know, share with us if you have a praise report or a prayer request. You'll have a chance to answer Bible trivia, but not for a little bit yet. Here's the bottom line to do what you got to do. This is the big thing. You got to call 972-445-0770. And when you call 972-445-0770, amazing Jennifer will answer the phone was that you
0: that is me if I if I remember how this all works
1: <laughs> don't let her fool you folks she's been doing this for 40 three two, many years a long time a long time so she' <laughs> that's a good one anyway if you call you can always say hi to her she keeps everything running just in case you don't know how this all operates I just come in and go blah 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 Jennifer keeps the entire station going. Because it's just that simple, right? I mean, that's fair to say.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's me. That's
1: her. All right, you can also text in 214 210 8483. That's 214 210 8483. Or you can email in. David at he must That's David at he must which leads us to our website. And you're going to hear this all week because of the situation that we're in. Uh, the, the website gives you an opportunity to get the book that I've re released. It is, it is now, I mean, literally within 24 hours, zero, <laughs> let me say this, zero mistakes in print. And in an Electron, zero within 24 hours. Uh, you're welcome to get the book. If you're on Kindle, it will be free. Otherwise, you can pay 6.95. We make about a buck a book. And that's kind of how it goes. And we make 20 cents, I think, on the Kindle thing or something like that, something just outrageously high. Anyhow, we encourage you to do that. We also encourage you to check out the videos, the audios, the different things that are on the website. Plus, it's a place to give. We do have a need within the ministry. We have the next, we have, let's see, today's Monday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Friday, I got to pay the bill. We're a little less than we like to be. So if the Lord puts it on your heart, participate. If not, don't guilt out. We just want people to be led by the Lord. In the meantime, check out he must increase.org. God. website he must increase dot org he must increase dot email david at he must increase dot org facebook he must increase ministry youtube he must increase ministry okie dokie artichoke and as i have told you before and we'll tell you in the future that phrase is theological yeah okie dokie artichoke it's alrighty then that's not theological so you got to kind of differentiate those. Two things to tell you. We're going to open with prayer in a second because we're going to pray for our good friend Eric, who's in New York. And he's, uh, you know, when you're in a different state and you're not familiar with the territory and you kind of, you know, hear things on the news and so on, you kind of tend to have a little bit more of an on-edge attitude, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. So we're going to encourage you uh, uh, to participate with me in that prayer time. In the meantime, I will tell you that I was able to finish my second-to-last class, did my posting. The professor is just outrageously excellent, uh, only because he posted the, the grade and the final grade in the same day. That's never happened ever before for me for 10 years. It's like, wow. That's amazing, but I was able to squeak out an A, so I was pretty happy about that. So all I have left is this last class that I'm already in. I already got week one done. I'm in this last class, and then once that's done, I'm on my final project for the doctorate. So you'll hear me start referring to myself as almost doctor. Okay, I can't do that. My wife said I'm not allowed to do that, but I want to. (laughs) All right, and let's open up with prayer for our good friend Eric, just that the Lord will keep him safe. So just join me with your faith, with our hearts before the Lord. Father, we come before you right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and we ask with power from the Holy Spirit that you would protect and guide and watch over our friend and our brother in you, Eric. We ask that you would put angels with him. He would not feel a sense of fear, for you haven't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind and we just ask you to bless him and protect him and encourage him and let him have a successful trip and whatever he's doing Lord let him stay sensitive to you so that we can be blessed by him and bless him as he is one of us our family member we ask this in Jesus name amen and amen okay okay all right, we're going to go right into our teaching. I love that we uh, rock and roll in uh, First Thessalonians when we get things going on this. I'm going to read you from First Thessalonians. This is going to be chapter 3, and uh, this portion right here, I'm going to read kind of like the whole thing and then back up and show you something really cool. So th- chapter 3, verse 11 says, Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way to you. Stop. I want to back up and I want you to watch that because, see, we read and then sometimes we read for speed. And when you read for speed, when you're reading the word of God, you miss the coolest little things. Look again. Now, may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way to you. And may the Lord cause you to increase and overflow with love for one another and for everyone just as we do for you. May he make your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Amen. So three times, watch this, three times in these couple of verses when Paul is doing this prayerful moment for the church at Thessalonica he says may 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 okay well, you know what that is that's humility in prayer there's nothing wrong with having faith there's nothing wrong with standing in a proclamation there's nothing wrong with being a bulldogish in the sense of being tenacious and persistent but there are things that you petition the Lord for. The absolutes are the kingdom of God that have to do with him advancing the kingdom of God. In this case, Paul is trying to connect with people, and he's wanting them to do better than they're doing. And he's wanting all things, these things to take place. And he humbly demonstrates, may God do this may he do this, may he do this. And you think, well, you know, isn't that a lack of faith? No, that's called submission or surrender. It's the same thing that Jesus demonstrated in the Garden of Gethsemane when he said, yeah, this cup, not loving it. Really, just not loving it. If you can take it out of the way, great. If not, your will be done. That's what it is to pray with the word may. In other words, you ask but you surrender. You never just pray and tell God how it's going to go. Want to know why? Because you can't, and he's not listening to that anyway. What he is listening to is your heart before him. May our God and Father himself connect us. May this take place. May we make your hearts blimps. May we help you out here. Maybe the Lord will let us do this. Wouldn't that be great? That's what we think would be great, but we don't always know all the elements, do we? So pray with faith but humility with a surrender, with a submission. I'm not trying to take you away from having faith ever, ever, ever. Faith is a key component. I'm trying to add to that faith submission to the purposes of God. What's difficult is when we look at things on the surface from our point of view, we can never figure out, well, why wouldn't he do this? I mean, that's kind of that's kind of like our answer that we say to the Lord, why wouldn't you do this? Why wouldn't? You? And the answer is, we have no idea because we don't have all knowledge. Only God has all knowledge. Only God is omniscient, only He knows all of it. So there might be a reason why not? And that's why when you pray you bring it into the Lord, you surrender it to the Lord and you trust that if it's in the framework and that it can happen, His grace will pour out upon it and you will see it come to pass. Okay? Okay. We're going to take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on K-A-A-M-770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? She thought he was a gardener. Sir, she said, if you have taken him away, tell me where you've put him, and I will go and get him. Mary, Jesus said. <laughs> you think three words. Come on, Dave. Mary, Jesus said. She turned to him and cried out, Rabboni, which is <laughs> Hebrew for teacher. Or it doesn't matter if your translation says master, rabbi. It doesn't I don't care. She said, Mary. She she responded, Master, Lord. You see, the resurrected Jesus Christ speaks the name of his sheep. And Jesus knows your name. My sheep, Jesus said, know my voice. And they hear me. And you were going along in your journey. Maybe you were young and you were in church. Maybe you were young and somebody brought it to you. Maybe you were in the middle, the middle part of your life. Maybe in the later part of your life. But at some point, Jesus said your name. He said, David, Tierra, Tiffany, Noel, Joshua, Ashley, at some point, he called your name. The risen Messiah spoke your name to you. You know what? That's when you said, yes, Lord. Yes, Master. Yes, Rabboni. It's the most powerful moment because it's the moment that the divine Messiah Speaks to you and pulls you from one kingdom, the kingdom of darkness, into another kingdom, the kingdom of light. It is the moment that changed everything. And uh, Billy Graham had a really good piece on it. Said, some people can really define that moment, some people can't. Doesn't matter. It happened for those that, oh, well, it's kind of like a metamorphosis, but it happened. And in the economy of God, it happens more specifically. And maybe the person doesn't know the date. I know my date, but maybe the person doesn't know the date that he said yes to Jesus. But there was a moment where Jesus called your name and you said yes. And that was the beginning of your understanding of his depth of love. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM Seven Seventy, the Truth Station, here in Texas. Getting ready to do our first trivia question. Before we do, I gotta say this. It's so funny. You see, we're uh, more of a family than we are. Like, you will follow the orders that we tell you to do. Yeah, we don't do it that way. Okay. I mean, robots are cool, but you know, come on, right? And sometimes stuffed animals are better than little puppies that never stop barking. But that's not the point. The point is this. I just want to tell you how fast God answers prayer. We prayed for Eric. God already answered that prayer because Eric got home yesterday. (laughs) That was a speedy answer, right? That's what I need. I need to be praying prayers that they're already answered. (laughs) Yes, that stuff happens. Relax. Smile. Life is, uh, is full of smiling uh, from time to time. Here's our trivia question. Where was Jesus when a large crowd came to arrest him? Armed to the teeth with clubs and swords, where was Jesus when the large crowd came to arrest him? Where, where, where? That is the question. If you think you know the answer, you can call in at 972-445-0770. Or you can text in at 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email to David at he mustincrease.org. Where was Jesus when the big arrests took place? In the meantime, oops, somebody's calling in. See that? I didn't even get to move it over. And then we're going to have to take that. Then we'll do our DNA. Then we'll do the... We're just rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep them doggies rolling. Ride. Yeah, we're not paying for that either. Uh, Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Yep. Okay, here we go. 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 This is David. Who am I talking to? David, it's Carolyn, Carolyn Joy. Hi. I believe he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. That is correct, Amanda! You are absolutely right. One of the things that I love about that is it's really an an amazing element. But see, we started in the Garden of Eden, and then in the garden was the sacrifice of Jesus Christ where they arrested him. And then at the end of Revelation, there's another garden. So it's like, oh, that's nice. Well, praise the Lord. Have a good afternoon, David. Thank you. God bless you. Bless you. Bye-bye. All right. Got that done. Bam. Bam. That's how you do it. Right, folks? That's how you do it. All right, we're going to do our DNA. Remember, our DNA is not the perfect DNA. It's just the DNA we do for the show. There's 10, I thought there's like a... 1,000 DNA Christian things all over the place. This is just ours. D, draw closer to the Lord.
0: Daily. Daily. Amazing
1: Step stepping
0: Woo! in daily.
1: And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, 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 never. And A, always be ready.
0: To serve. To serve,
1: which is the most important part about that, is understanding that for us to serve, we have to be sensitive to God, connected to him, and then sensitive to to other people. So thereby we are loving God with all our heart, soul, strength, and mind and loving our neighbors. We love ourselves. That is the way to go about that. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's get, I want to finish this uh, portion. I want to come back to this because this text is just amazing. Even while I was sharing this with you, there's something that kind of popped up that came to my mind, which is like fascinating. So I'm going to reread it and I'm going to show you something that I just now caught and want to share it with you as I caught it. So we're going to First uh, Thessalonians 3.11. We've already covered it. We talked about the may, 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 may. So it's prayer with submission. Got it. But now watch this. Now may our God and Father himself... And our Lord Jesus, two things for you and me to, to to catch right away. It's our God. It's our Lord. It's not me, 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 my, 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 my. It's our, okay? But then he says this, May the Lord Jesus direct our way to you. That's number one. May the Lord cause you to increase and overflow with love for one another and for everyone, that's two. And then just as we do for you, and then may He take your make your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. There's three elements to this prayer. The first one has to do with fellowship, the second one has to do with love, and the third one has to do with holiness. And we've already talked about this, and I want everybody on the same page. Holiness is not, you know, this thing where uh, you know you're standing on the mountain you know it's kind of like the mosaic kind of menta- Moses mentality and there's lightning and you are holy okay holiness is Christ likeness instead of thinking of this in a sense of godliness being some unbelievably distant element this holiness this separated element this god uh, godliness is a Christ likeness and of course you're you're in that process because the Holy Spirit's working on you every single day to make you reflect Jesus more and more. That's a part of your holiness. that's a part of your godliness. It's not your position of holiness or godliness it's the practice. Of the position you've been put in. In other words, you're positioned in one place and now the Lord's working you into that to make you better and better and closer and closer and closer. So here you have three interesting prayers. The first one's for fellowship. Uh, May the Lord and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way to you. So he's praying to be able to connect. This is how important fellowship is. Okay? How important is it? The next prayer is about love. So I think if you're putting a prayer up against love, you're knowing that that, that these are really all important in the heart and mind of God. So this idea that he's praying for, f- to connect in fellowship should be a part of our system. That should be how we operate. Like we want to connect. Not not every church service is the greatest, and not every person in church is the greatest. But being separated from the people of God is a dangerous place to be and a place God doesn't want you. So Paul is praying, oh, we're praying that the Lord will direct our way to you. We're just trying to connect. Let's have burgers, right? let's <laughs> Well, okay, maybe he said pizza. I don't know. But the idea is, they are the, that the Lord directs us to you. Then he says, may the Lord cause you to increase and overflow with love for one another and for everyone. Just in case you want to um, get into the fun of it all. The idea that you and I operate in love is a command. It's, it's a requirement. We're supposed to have this love, this mentality uh, in our hearts that has a reflection of Jesus Christ who loved people. Watch this, though. Can you see right in this text? It says your love for one another and for everyone. Remember when Jesus gave the summation of the law, uh, whether it was 613 laws or 619, that depends on what side of the bench you sit on. Nobody really cares about that. Here he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind in Luke 10, 27, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. No, wait, no stop. But then he also said this funny thing. He said, a new command I give to you. Wait, Jesus, didn't you already give us the summation of the law saying love God and love our neighbor? Yes, but the new commandment was to love one another. So now there's really three commandments if you want to get theological. It's to love God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. Love your neighbor as you love yourself and love one another. And so here in this text, it's, it's verified because what he says is, hey, you know what we're praying for? That you would increase in your love for one another and for everyone. So he's he's hitting it up the opposite direction and just saying, you got to love one another. The brotherhood is key. And you got to love your neighbors yourself. So this is where he's kind of focusing on, and he's praying for us to increase. Now, I have met one person in my life that thought that they had enough love. They had no friends. <laughs> so it's I'm saying, so you see what I'm saying? The, we there's so much to go. There's so much we we have a hard time loving ourselves, being kind to the people closest to us. <laughs> it's easy to be kind to somebody who's, you know, nine million miles away from you because you don't ever have to talk to them. Look, we need to keep growing in that love and growing in that position, and understanding that the more we demonstrate that love, the more we demonstrate the character of Jesus Christ. Does that mean all love is rosy, rosy, and you know we just you know have little uh, uh, you know these little bubbles that were blowing in the air and just balloons and everywhere? No, uh, biblical love includes discipline. Sorry, that's what, you can't change it. You can't unwrite Hebrews chapter 12. You can't just throw it out. That's why you need the truth to know what real love is. Okay, but anyway, so he's praying for the fellowship connect. He's praying for the love of everybody to increase for one another and for everybody. He makes that distinction. And then he says, make your hearts blameless in holiness before our God. This is that Christ-likeness that he's praying for. He's like, man, that you would be more and more And more like Jesus. There is not a a time where anybody has reached that level. I will give you a perfect example. That would be the Apostle John, who for at least 60 years was an apostle, and even he talks about growing in love. So after you've walked with Jesus physically for three years, and you were an apostle for 60 years, and I mean one of the original 12, and you still think you need to grow in love, that tells you everything you got to know. And just in case you need a quick check, and I do do this because for some reason it makes my son laugh when I do it, is I go to chapter 13, and everywhere that it says that love is, I just insert my name. David is kind. David is patient. David, is, I probably get through the first syllable, <laughs> and then down I go, <laughs> because there's so much more to do or to become. Like, doesn't mean you can't become more and more like Jesus. It's just that it just keeps going until we see him face to face, and then we will we'll be just like him, and then it won't be that way anymore. So my encouragement is to take heed to this little portion where Paul is like, may the Lord do this, and may he do this, and may he do this. Prayer with faith, but submission and surrender, and specifically prayer to connect in fellowship, prayer to grow in love, and prayer to reflect Jesus Christ by being more separated from the pollution of the world and more connected to God in relationship. That is that text. Isn't that marvelous? It's like, wow, that's so cool. I love it. All right. You take a break and then come back. You're listening to The David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
0: The David Spoon Experience is now run by He Must Increase Ministry. What this means is that we are no longer operating as a regular business, but as a nonprofit ministry that is devoted to increasing the ministry of Jesus Christ. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Bible believers, the wounded and forgotten believers, and the not yet believers through biblical truths. We are funded by listeners like yourselves and ministry partners that want to provide sponsorships for the show. Your donations are 100% tax deductible. And the great news is, if you donate to our ministry and help us advance the kingdom of God, we won't give you a thing. That's right. You'll get no special prize or gimmick. You won't ever get an anointed Bible or penny in acrylic so that you're never penniless, or a guarantee that you'll become rich just because you gave. Your giving will support our unique idea of biblical encouragement. And what you'll receive is a receipt for your giving at the end of the year. It's all about sowing and reaping. Cast your bread upon the water and it will return to you. And if you sow bountifully, you will reap bountifully. But you'll be laying up treasures in heaven. And that's the most excellent place to receive the best return for the longest time on your investment. What happens if you don't give? Nothing, except more commercials like this one. Let's fare, everyone, for more commercials like this one. Go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. And give if you're led to and if you're able to. Let's keep the show going and help increase its time and reach. You must like this show a little bit because, after all, you're hearing this commercial, right? Thank you. What is the David Spoon Experience?
1: GOP congressmen's. Gay son was going to come on their show, and they were going to talk to him, and CNN and MSNBC canceled the interview because he wouldn't criticize his father. He wouldn't downgrade his father because his father maintained his beliefs. His son becomes gay, makes a decision, by the way, to become gay. And the son will not criticize the father who does not change his Christian convictions. Will not change them. Father won't change him. Son will not criticize the father for that. MSNBC and CNN both canceled their interviews because the guy would not crucify his father. That is, of all things, as low as the press can go.